If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Rono's Joe Girardi got a handsome sum to, to be the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies. I must have uh, left my resume at home on that one. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not a surprise. Figured he wanted to be back in baseball, and he's got experience. So uh, Phillies obviously were looking for a change after uh, Kapler just couldn't get them to where they wanted to. You can't be happy about that as a Met fan, right? Because Joe Girardi. No, I'm fine with it. Fine really? with it. I don't want him. I think he's a good. He's a good manager. Nah, I, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I didn't want him. So you think he's more name than game? Yes. Interesting. So who do you think the Metropolitans are going to hire? I don't know, man. Uh, it, it's just, it's tough to count on them to do the right thing. I think they want a manager that they can control, and I don't think they want to pay for a big name. Money is the biggest issue for them. So do you think we'll get some obscure, you know, third base coach from the Texas Rangers that we've never heard of before, like the Padres? I mean, it could. I mean, look, they did it with Callaway, and it didn't work out. Uh, I mean, the one thing I will say is the team never quit for him. You know, there were plenty of times this year that the team could have folded it, and they didn't. Uh, Definitely made a lot of bad tactical decisions. And, you know, he just didn't have the experience. So uh, they, they might go a similar route because, again, I just think money is a big factor with this what, team. Wasn't that Beltran or somebody? Who was There's, it? There have been, yeah, his name has been rumored. Now, what, now, do you think you can get those guys on the cheap? Or do you think those guys are expensive? No, nah, they're, they're cheaper. They have no experience. They, right. they, they don't have a resume to ask for that money. So, yeah, and they also can control them, too. I'm sure that's a big part of it. Like, okay, well... You know, you have to listen to the GM, and we're going to give you input. And what are you going to say if you have no managerial experience? You're going to say, no, I need to make final decisions. You don't have that ability. 
No, that's that's true. I mean, you have uh, that you don't have that option, right? You don't have that option. But I think though that would you consider Bill Trent a name? Would you consider him a name? Like you know how in that the update was like it's a bombshell name. Is that a bombshell name to you? No, I think what they meant by that is that there's rumors that it's it's someone that will be shocking that no one is talking about. So that's some of the stuff that I've seen. So I think that's what they mean. I don't Scott think Eng- Scott Engel. No, that would be that would be shocking. That dude. would be idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> I was going with shocking. No, you, you went the deep end there. Well, you know, I don't. I, I, yeah, I used to say it to him all the time when we were doing shows, and I don't get to do it anymore. So. <laughs> Gonna do it when he's not listening. I've said it to his face all the time, but that's how we roll. He does the same to me. That's the type of uh, show that we had. Do you think that a fantasy player? Do you think like like somebody like yourself, a fan, could be a manager? What What are you missing as a fan? Because I mean, you're one of the top fantasy baseball players out there, right? Let's say one of the top three guys out there. What are you missing that you couldn't be a manager? You think? Besides not, respect, not, besides not, respect in the clubhouse. Well, that and not being around the game. You know, we all sit here and everything, but there's a there's something to being and traveling with the, the players every single day. I mean, they they wouldn't respect any of us if we just came in there. There's no way they would respect us. There's no way. It would take a long time to earn that respect. You know what movie I just watched with my son? We just finished yesterday. It was Invincible, the uh, Mark Wahlberg, the Vince Vapali story. Did you see that where he became where he tried out for yeah. the Eagles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't even respect that guy in the locker room. They didn't even look at him. Right? There was no respect for him. You would have thought that maybe they would have appreciated him a little bit. They just couldn't stand him. Now maybe that's just Hollywood movie talking, but I think that there's some truth to that. I think you know that you we would have zero respect, even though you would hope to have more. Oh yeah, it wouldn't happen. You walk in and be like, "Wait a second, this guy? He's, the guy's never been in a baseball clubhouse? Come on, man!" So yeah, that that's the biggest thing. Do you think that's the uh, yeah? And do you think you have to play the game now? Do you think you to, to be a successful coach? I mean, in, in basketball we see it. I mean, how many times do you see guys who haven't coached, haven't played before, coached? Very rare now. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't think you have to, but I guess being. Do you around- get the respect? But you get the respect automatically, though. Like David Ross. Doesn't mean he's going to do the good job, though. No, but he has respect in the, in the clubhouse. He does. Now, does it translate into wins? That's all people care about. They could care less about all that. So that will wear off once he... I mean, look at Gabe Kapler. He played the game. How'd that work out? You know, so... He, he was he was analysis... What, oh, oh, what would he call that? Paralysis by over-analysis? He was doing some crazy stuff even from, like, the first time they played, right? Yeah, Definitely. I mean, I, he was outside. I, I don't know. Just that's weird. How do you? But there are certain guys like Joe Madden has been successful wherever he goes. He must be doing something right. Yeah, I mean, you could look at it two ways too. You know, he had Tampa where there were payroll restrictions, and you know he didn't have the talent. Obviously, in Chicago, he was able to get a lot of talent. They went out and spent a lot. So right. So he won it in two different ways. At poor team, rich team, he was successful. Yeah, we'll see now though with uh, with the Angels. That's a bad team. Yeah, they need pitching. It's a bad team. Did you did you hear they were talking about cold to the Yankees already? I think you're going to hear that all off season, dude. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and they were injury news. Aaron Hicks is getting Tommy John surgery, so he was playing with a torn UCL and I, I hit that big home run. Uh, so that, that'll at least keep me away from him next year for fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick, 
I'm not shocked. Washington. I actually was on. Uh, I have a was on a, a phone call with uh, the Houston Astros uh, play by. I don't know if he's a play by play guy, but he's one of the. He followed. He's of the radio. The Astros radio station. His comment was: the Nationals are better. I don't know if they're better. I think they're just playing their best baseball right now. I just think that they're a hot team. We've seen this before, and I thought they were good all year. Uh, I said before the year, I thought they were the best team in the NL East. That was one of the divisions where you had people picking the Phillies, the Braves, and I thought the Nationals were the best team. I was wrong at the conclusion of the season because the Braves won the division, but what I saw from the Nationals before the year, you see now. I mean, they just have really good pitching, and everything is coming together right now. But when they, Verlander and Cole can't win a game, dude, what do you dude, expect this to is, happen? This Ooh. is the first time they've lost consecutive games, man. It's just it, it, the Nationals are on fire. It's not. I, I don't think they're that much better than the Astros. I really don't. Can the Astros come back? Are they the one of the maybe the only team in the league that could come back from this deficit? They can. Uh, I don't know if they will, man. It just seems like the Nationals are just a team of destiny at this point. I mean, think about it. They're, they potentially are going to beat two 100-win teams, the Dodgers and the Astros. Uh, they're just they're, they're rolling right now. I mean, that game was close. And they just that, broke that's it open. never happened. I can't believe that's ever happened in history, right? To I'd have 200. to look. Maybe. That's a great know. trivia question, Ronis. Right? What team has that beaten 200-win teams? When the year the Yankees beat Seattle, is there another 100-win team? I don't know. I'd have to look. We'll I'm get the sure. stack guy doing that during the break. All right, we'll do it in fantasy football when we return right after this. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. We're full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto here along with Adam Ronas. Check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or ROTOS50. And we'll get you 50% off our first, your, your first two months. Not our first two months, your first two months. But, uh, yeah, Ronas and I are talking about parlays here. I, I'm telling you, Ronas, the Browns-Falcons parlay probably has got to be at least 700 to 1. Well, the Browns money line on DK Sportsbook is plus 480, but I, the Atlanta game is off the board right now because they're not sure about Matt Ryan. Uh, he's not practicing today. so Ryan's think, playing, dude. Ryan's playing. I don't know, man. He looked pretty bad. Why, why are you assuming that he's playing? Because he said he was playing, and I so trust what players. players. Yeah, well, I well, trust the, all players, Ronis. Well, well there, there's your first mistake. I've been You're doing gonna, radio for a long time, and I trust everything out of a player's mouth. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. I know he wants to play, but <laughs> I, I'm not sure if he is. So, yeah, they, they don't have it on the board right now. I, I don't see it here. Let's say it comes on the board. What are your expectations with Ryan? Uh, they would still be – I didn't even see – well, they, they must have had a line out the last day or two. Seattle, I would think, was favored by – A thousand? A ten, by ten, I would think. Yeah, see, I think I can get that. I think that's a good parlay right there. Or I'm lighting money on fire, one of the two. Yeah, I mean, look, it depends how much you put down. You don't even need to put down a lot because of the odds. I mean, plus 480 on the money line for the Browns. That's what I'm saying. What's the spread of the Carolina? What, what's the Carolina 49ers game? 49ers by five and a half. Oh, dude, I like the Panthers. I, I thought that, but, man, I just don't trust Kyle Allen. I mean, they can you cover You trust it. Jimmy G? No, but I think that they, they're 6-0 and with them, though. I'm not saying I like. I'm not saying I don't like Jimmy. I happen to like Jimmy G. I'm, I'm one of the, probably the, the heads of his fan club. I just don't know whether Jimmy G goes out and beats that Carolina defense, which has played really well. Yeah, and they're coming off a bye. Yeah, I think this should be. And look, I'm waiting for the 49ers to have a bad game. It's going to happen, and they're going to be playing from behind. But I just, I, I, I don't love Kyle Allen though against this defense, man. On the road, that's my problem. But I think five and a half, I think I would take the points. They, this, this should be – the over-under is 42. They are not expecting any points here. They're, what, what, it's 42? Yeah. That's higher than I thought it was going to be. Well, what did you I, think? It was going to be 40? I thought it was going to be like 38 or 30. Wow. Yeah. Because like, 2017, I mean, who's going to put points up in that game? Seriously. Well, my, well, that's what people were saying about the Bears-Saints last week. And look at that final score. Well, that was because of garbage time. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it still went over. I mean, no people were. I saw so many. Oh, take the under, take the under. That's a lock. Uh, Bridgewater against the Bears defense, and the uh, Trubisky against the Saints. It's going to be a low-scoring game, and you know how it goes. Sometimes when it looks too easy, except Kansas City last week. Everyone, the public money was heavily on Kansas City against Denver last Thursday night. It worked out. I mean, it does once in a while, man. You know. Well, let's see. So tonight's it's forty-two. Yeah, forty-two. Over under. I give I give you a dollar if you take the Redskins. What's that? Plus seven fifty or plus something. Plus like seven. That? What the money line? Yeah. Plus seven hundred. Oh, I'm, no way! I'd I, I put a <laughs> I'd put a five bucks on it. That's it. Really? Five bucks would make you rich, Ronis. What? Five bucks on that gets me forty bucks. Yeah, it's probably not, worth it. It's, it's, uh, I'd rather spend it on a cup of coffee. Giants Lions forty nine and a half. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it really is. That's hmm. a lot of points. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. See, I don't trust. I never trust a giant game ever, ever. As a giant fan, I'm telling you that. Never trust them. I thought Daniel Jones was a Hall of Famer. That's what all these Giants fans told me after Tampa Bay. Yeah. What's happened since? <laughs> the real. It's well, kind of quiet. I don't think he's. Look, if let's just say last week was his first week. Would you think it was that bad? Yeah. I thought the offensive line was bad. Guy got sacked eight times. He did. I mean, but sometimes it's Chandler Jones used him as a pinata. You got to understand, though, if you know you're under constant pressure, you got to figure out a way to get rid of the football quicker. I mean, it's Deshaun Watson is still trying to learn that. Nobody's getting open. Yeah, well, you got to get rid of it, though. Throw it out of bounds. Scramble. Get rid of it. Buccaneers tight. I mean, come on. That was Arizona's defense, man. And we're really. You, they played really well. They did, they but I think a lot of it well. was the Giants. That's probably true. All right. Tampa Bay, Tennessee, 40. Five and a half? I think I'd take the over in that one. I do, too. I think there's going to be points here. I mean, uh, Tennessee's defense has been solid, but, uh, you know, the the I think the Titans are going to be able to move the ball. Tampa Bay's weakness is the passing game, so they're not going to go away from Derrick Henry, but this is a game where they can really see Corey Davis, A.J. Brown do some things, and I think Tampa will have some success through the air, too. Chargers-Bears at 41. I think I like the over. Me too. Uh, I don't think the Bears' defense has been as good as people think. And the Chargers actually started to put it together in the second half last week. I know they have some offensive line issues, but they really were moving the ball at will. They should have won that game last week, obviously, at the Melvin Gordon fumble. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Chargers uh, are going to put up some points here. I'm going to shock you. I think Keenan Allen has a day. Why would that be shocking? Because right he hasn't he's, done anything well, like two he's or three had, weeks. He's had, yeah, he's had three down games for I think him. He has a, I think he has a good game this week in DFS. And he will not be highly owned. I can tell you that. I know. That's why I'm going to be in there. Jets, Jaguars, 41. I want no part of this game. Seriously, it's like radioactive for me. Yeah, I mean, man, does it, it gets worse and worse every day for Adam Case. So I didn't see the press conference, but apparently he was stumbling through it. He was avoiding... Quite, like he was not giving answers. Basically, he was showing no leadership. This whole thing with Osemele, who's going to have surgery now. I mean, they, he, he hasn't talked to him. He is just an absolute disaster. How do the Jets? I don't think he talks not, to his players. I'm convinced he doesn't talk how to How do the players. Jets? Like, we went over this when it happened. And, and I know you were just like, what are they doing? And, yeah. and a lot of people were. It's just like, we saw this coming. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. Miami must have been sitting there laughing when they're like, the Jets All are taking games? I, like, I, I are you go, serious? Look, I've been, I do this for a living. I pay attention as much as I can. I read an article in Sports Illustrated, and I told you this about, about this. Jarvis Landry goes into Adam Gase's office to discuss the offense and what can, they, what can they do better. His quote was, get the F out of my office. 
when that is your attitude, there's no way when Landry is your best player and he comes to you and he says, I have a, I figured out how we can improve, and you tell this guy to F off, you've got to be the worst human being on planet Earth. How yeah. stupid can you be? You can't do that. I mean, imagine you're at your workplace and that's how your boss treats you. You're not going to want to be there. You're going to be I like, know. wow, okay, you're not even going to at least listen. You look, at least listen. If you want to shut the door and laugh at me, fine. Right, but, but listen at least, to me. Right, but to have that type of attitude... It's just not going to work, especially with today's players, too. You know, you have to be different with the, them having, you know, the access and the platform to social media where they can express their opinion. You, you just can't be like that. You know, and then you, to come out and say you didn't want Bell. I hate when coaches do that. I do. I hate it. It's like when Gruden goes, I didn't want to take Haskins. OK, well, Adam Gase, I wouldn't have spent the money on Bell. You have Bell now, you idiot. Yeah, no, it's true, man. It's just uh but Gase, it just it turns worse and worse every week, man. With the comments and everything going on with him, it just gets worse every day. He's I, he's I think he's so out of touch with his with his team. They have no idea what's going on. No, they don't. And uh, it's it looked like there was some promise there, but man, he has derailed that in a big way. Can he get fired at the end of the yeah. year? Would the, would the Jets do that? They should, bro. Sometimes you gotta. I understand. You put money out there, you make a decision. You gotta know when it's wrong. And just admit, hey, we messed up and move on. Why? I'm not in New York. Is, 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 is the, the Post, the Daily News, they going crazy about him and like getting him fired and stuff yet? Uh, I haven't really looked at it that closely, but he's been getting a lot of criticism based on his press conference today. You know, basically saying there's no leadership. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, the players, uh, you know, Assembly's been getting fined. He posted on Instagram yesterday a note from the doctor that said he needs shoulder surgery. In the absence of leadership, shouldn't Adam Gase be the leader? Exactly, and he's not exuding any of it, so that's the problem. So he's, what does he think? The general manager, the owners, should, exude, should, should give leadership? He's just, uh, he's lost, man. Uh, the wrong guy. Do you think bring... John Gruden would ever say that? Seriously, would John Gruden ever say that? Oh, we have no leadership. He'd just take the lead. He'd take the reins, dude. Yeah, it's terrible, man. I mean, we're probably going to hear a lot of stories from Jets players once he's out of there. If we don't start hearing him off the record now, that'll be interesting. Whether that locker room starts turning on him, that's what's going. Yeah, that's what's going to need to happen as soon as that happens. I mean, well, the the players apparently are not happy with what happened with Osemele. I mean, you know, they. I don't know if they've gone on the record yet, but uh, it's it's not a good situation there at all with Gase. Uh, I could have told you that how many months ago? That was crazy. He's a loon. All right, we'll take a little time out. When we come back, we'll take your phone calls. I know Big Phil's out there. We need to talk to him. We need to keep going through the over-unders and see if we can find some uh, good picks for you guys. You know when we'll do this? When we return right after this. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Adam, do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? I know you do. So go to pointsbet.com backslash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID. And you get two risk-free bits up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. So, for example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Vikings minus 16, and if they beat the Redskins by 18, you get 18 times your stake. That's crazy. That's pointsbet.com backslash grid. Enter the promo code G-R-I-D and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. All right, let's get to our friend Big Phil in Kentucky. What's up, Big Phil? Big Hello. Phil. What's Hello. up? Hello. Can you hear me? Can you oh, hear me okay. Hey, I, got a tra- I got a trade question. Um, should I trade Johnny Bench and Joe Morgan for Dale Murphy and Chris Chambliss? Oh, that's a good one, Ronis. Would you do that? <laughs> nah, don't do it. Yeah, the big red okay. machine, baby. Never trade the big red machine. Especially if you jam in. They were great. Um, well, have you heard anything about Breeze? Is he still planning on playing? He said today that he is. So, yeah. 
God. Big Phil picked up Teddy Bridgewater just for this game, Ronis. He was smart. Yeah. He was looking ahead. He did everything right. Listen to me, Big Phil. You ready? I'm giving you a guy. Derek Carr. Go get him. Tannehill or Carr? One of those two. You'll be fine. I've got a lot of Tannehill. I'm picking him up for free. All right. Tannehill or Carr. Just, no. You'll be fine. Tannehill will exp- – hey. Look, there's no, there's no way he gets less than 250 yards this week. No way. Well, maybe a couple touchdowns. Uh, one yeah. other thing. Um, Demarius Thomas got peppered with targets Monday night. Um, you think you see that continuing? I know y'all were downplaying Jets on the break. Big Phil, did you see him? Did you see him drop that one where the ball was literally in his hands? No, literally. I, I didn't watch. The, I didn't watch the game. I was just listening. I was on the road. Oh my God, and, Ronus! You know what I'm talking about it. The, the ball yeah. literally hit him in his hands, and he dropped it. Uh, yeah, I, okay. I still don't. I think he's not someone that you can count on. I think it's going to be more Crowder and Robbie Anderson. Obviously, Robbie Anderson had Gilmore on him, so I mean, he did get some targets, but a lot of them weren't even close. So, uh, I do think I they know, need I mean, to start throwing to Bell more too. I mean, that's the problem. You know, yeah. Bell should not be having you know two weeks in a row with one reception. That cannot happen. But Big Phil, I actually, Thomas had such a drop. It was in the was the Jets' second drive. Maybe they were down by ten or fourteen, and Donald actually made a good pass, right? And it was going to move the. It was like 18, 20 yards, and they were going to move the ball. And Thomas dropped it, and they didn't get another good play for it. Seemed like for the next two quarters, it was a it was a real. I don't know how they even put him back on the field after that. Yeah, well, that's where it pays to watch the game. But it was just going to be for a depth play anyway. It wouldn't get me some yeah. starter. Go get Deshaun Hamilton, dude. Yeah, if he's available, I'll try. Okay. We're all counting all on right, you, Phil. you guys later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think Big Phil is like fourth or fifth overall in the online championship runs. Yeah, he's got a, a good team there. So, uh, is that good for him, man? Ronis League? I, it actually might be. You know, I'm actually happy for people. There was a guy, Tom Northrup was winning the overall OC last year for the first 11 weeks, and it was in a beat Dr. Roto League. I was like, that's pretty darn good. If you could do that, dude, my, I tip my hat to you. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, obviously everyone wants to get in there and beat us, but if they could beat us and have a shot at big money, sure, why not? If it can't be us, uh, someone else that, uh, that we know. All right, Eagles-Bills, Ronas, 43-and-a-half. This feels like an over, but I don't know if I want to take it. Yeah, I don't know about the overrunner, but I do. I think the Eagles win this game. Yeah, you said that because you you just don't like the Bills at home, or you don't you think the no, Bills I are like the Bills. I think they're good, but yeah, I mean, I think this is a desperation game for the Eagles. This is a team that has won the Super Bowl before. Uh, that line is kind of low uh, for a team that was embarrassed, and uh, I think this is a huge game for the Eagles here. And uh, the Bills did not really play well last week against Miami. They easily could have lost that game. So uh, I think the Eagles are going to come out and, and play very well in this game. All right, Bengals. I hope Rams. I'm wrong, though. Yeah, I, hate I the hope Eagles, you are obviously. too. All right, Bengals Rams 48. That's 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 an interesting one here. So let's say you have Cooper Cop and Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods, and who's going to explode this week? Well, uh, I think everyone liked all of them last week, and they all were okay. They weren't great, but I still think it's a situation where you pretty much have to play them. So. Uh, you know, Cup obviously is the safest one each each week. Uh, Cooks has been a major disappointment, man. Uh, he's relying. The problem with Cooks, I think, is he's relying on the big play. You know, he's right. a downfield he always passing did, guy. He always did. But the problem is their offensive line has been so bad that he's had no time to throw. 
And that's right. why you're seeing the tight end specifically ever get a lot more targets than last year because Goff has to get rid of the ball quickly. But I don't see that being a big issue this week against that Bengals defense. Uh, so I think you pretty much have to – I mean, for DFS, I'm probably not playing – I'm not going to stack them. But in season No, but you, long, could play think, Cooks. you could play Cooks, though, as on a DFS play. You could. He'll be low on because he's done nothing. But maybe this right. is a week he can finally get a big play. But I don't right. know. I'm I'm probably not doing it. Is that Big Phil? <laughs> I thought I heard someone in there. All right, Cardinal Saints on us forty-eight. That seems very high. It seems very high to me. I know yeah, the Cardinals but, like to play up, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's if you think the Cardinals are going to be able to move the ball here. I mean, a lot of it I think is probably predicated on the Cardinals playing that very high pace. But are they going to be able to do that on the road against this defense? I don't see it. I mean, the Cardinals are having problems converting field goals to touchdowns. And you're telling me they're going to convert them against the Saints when they can't convert them against most teams? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it also could be they expect the Saints to put up a ton of points on this defense, especially if Breeze plays. And maybe they feel like, all right, well, the Cardinals don't need – even if you just give the Cardinals a low implied team total – uh, and, and you expect the Saints to put up you know, 30 points, then that's how you get there. Cardinals have one chance to win this game. Is that, that's for Peterson to cover Michael Thomas everywhere. And he should. He doesn't always. Sometimes he, he, he should covers this the left week, side though. of the field. He should. Well, I, it's a new coaching I, if, staff. If, I know. If Kingsbury doesn't do it, I'm telling you, that guy is going to the Adam Gase school of, uh, of, of coaching. All right, Broncos-Colts. I like the Colts this week, but maybe you're yep. supposed to. Well, yeah, on paper, they, they should win this game. No question about it. This is a team, though, that did lose to the Raiders this year. So you got to take that into account. But, uh, you know, Colts have, have played very well. So you would expect them to, to beat Denver. They're at home. Uh, yeah, that line looks too too easy, man. Five and a half. Doesn't it? Yeah. yeah I like it really Marlon does. Mack this week. I think this is a Marlon Mack week. You know, Denver traded Sanders. So they're kind of basically giving up here. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a fishy line. Five and a half. I don't know. Right? Doesn't it seem like it should be more, but it's not. And then you're like, ah, I should take the Colts. And then you take the Colts, and the, all of a sudden the Broncos are kicking a field goal to win the game. Or Crazy they lose like by three happens. and cover. Right. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Panthers 49ers, as we said, it was a 42. I don't know. I'm not, t- I'm not touching that game. I think that game really can be 2017. But the Raiders-Texans, I think, is going to be a very high-scoring game. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Uh, and the what is what's the over under here? Fifty one and a half. Whew. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I guess because it's uh, the the Raiders getting shredded last week by Green Bay, so they figure Watson could do the same. I might move the line though. I might tease that line and move it down a little bit to help me. A little nudge. Yeah, Tyrell Williams is back. Waller's back. Jacobs, though, you got to keep an eye on him. He didn't practice yesterday with a shoulder issue. Interesting. Do we have a caller on us? Yeah. Who was that? I'm sorry. I missed that, Sean. Zach in Houston, how are you? Hey, I got a question for you guys um, from my, my team uh, between uh, Stafford and um, Palmer. I'm playing Stafford, dude. I, I think that the, uh, the injury to carry on Johnson is huge. I think that changes their offense from a run-first offense to a pass-first offense. The Giants' uh, secondary is terrible right now. Kenny Galladay should have a huge day. I don't trust Kyler Murray against the Saints. I'm all in on Stafford. What about you, Adam? 
Yeah, Stafford's one of the better plays this week, uh, for sure. He's been taking the shots downfield. He looks better than he did last year. Obviously, he played through the back issue last year. Uh, it's a good matchup here against the Giants. So, yeah, I'm playing Stafford this week over Kyler Murray. Okay, Zach. Can I ask one more question? Can I yeah, ask sure. one more question? Um, between uh, five receiver, uh, I'll, I'll be quick. Uh, MBS, uh, Godwin, Corey Davis, uh, Mike Williams, or Alshon Jeffrey? And how many do you need? Uh, three. All right, I'm playing Godwin, you, Ronis. You said Godwin or Goodwin? Godwin, Chris uh, uh, Godwin from uh, I'm Tampa. Playing, I'm playing Godwin. From Tampa? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why are you even asking about starting him? I mean, yeah, I know. I, know. I just have to, re- <laughs> have to the read guy. all so, of them. Up. So Godwin for sure. Are you starting MVS? You like MVS? No. No. You like Corey Davis? Uh, I do. Yes, yes. I like Mike Williams. I think he's going to have a sneaky good day. I hope so. It's not a great matchup, but... What about Jeffrey? He's probably going to see Tredavious White. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go Davis, Godwin, Mike Williams. Okay. What about you? Okay. I'll just take uh, MVS out. That's who I have in mind. I don't hate MVS, though. Dude, if you if you have a feeling about MVS, I'm fine with that. You know what? That might be okay. I, I'm okay with that, too. Okay. Between uh, Mike Williams and uh, MDS. Yeah, you, that's, up to, that's up to you. The other two, I, I like the other, for sure. Godwin and Davis, for sure. Okay. okay? All right. Thank okay. you, guys. Right. Thanks for your you help. You got it. Good luck. You got it. I don't know. Oh, do you know how the Bills, we've talked about this before. The Bills, Adam, are the second or third best team in, third best team in the league against tight ends. They haven't played against a tight end this year. I know. Like that's why. Is, yeah. It's very misleading, and a lot of people, especially now at this point in the year, you know, that's something, a stat that's used a lot, and I'll use it, but I'll look at the game lots to make sure, because especially tight ends, because there's a lot of teams that barely throw to the tight end, so be very careful. If you read that stat with no context, be very leery of it. I checked it out. There's no, they, they played nobody. I think Zach Ertz has a week, because uh, they, because Alshon Jeffrey will be on will be with Tredavious White. All right, we'll continue to go through over-unders. We'll break down the Texans Raiders, and we'll talk more when we return right after this. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Will the Cleveland Browns be back, Adam Ronis? Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, back. I think that just, you know, solves all their problems. Yeah, it could. Uh, but unfortunately, when they look out on the other side, they're going to see the New England Patriots uh, in New England. So uh, Jarvis Landry clarified his comments today. He said, we're going to win. He just said he meant we're going there to win. So it's not a guarantee. So, uh, oh, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to guarantee wins against New England. Uh, it usually doesn't work out. And don't give that oh, team yeah. anything. So uh, it didn't work out for that? Doug Peterson last week. But again, yeah. you know, I, look, you don't want to come out and say, I guarantee a win. But what do you expect? players and coaches to say yeah you know no, what? I love we're, this. Gonna we're, we're gonna this win week. we're going we're gonna there get, to win we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get our ass kicked this week i don't even know why we're going on the flight it's a waste of time so it's just you don't want to put it in the context of your guarantee because then the media runs with it it's all over this guy guaranteed this guaranteed and you could see the cowboys were pissed off demarcus lawrence was really pissed off about it and he had his best game of the year so you <laughs> walked right. the guy up so thank you doug peterson <laughs> yeah he hasn't he hadn't done anything all year until that game yeah, so that's why you don't want to – it sounds stupid. You're like, really, does it matter? For some people, it, it wakes them up. It's a smelling salt, so you never want to guarantee it. Do you think Josh Jacobs doesn't play this week by any chance, or do you think he's just getting the early time off? I'm a little concerned, uh, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little worried. All right. Would you play Jalen Richard? Does he pick up this week? You pick him up on Friday? If he doesn't, if he doesn't practice, you pick up Jalen Richard on Friday. I think it'll be it would be a split between Washington and Richard. I think Washington's actually been playing more snaps. But he's not that good. No, I don't think either guy is gonna do much. All right. The Browns Patriots run is forty five and a half. That seems low. Well, because they're not expecting Cleveland to score much. Right. I think the Patriots are gonna score forty eight. Well then they're gonna Don't you go. think You're... that don't you think that Belichick wants to run it up against Baker Mayfield? Seriously. 
He wants to run it up against everyone. I mean, Brady was in there late in the game, man, because someone was saying that they were going against Brady, and I'm like, they're like, this was like the third quarter, like midway through the third quarter. Like, you think Brady's going to get pulled? I'm like, dude, have you watched Bill Belichick over the years? We always complain in all these blowouts why Brady's in there in the fourth quarter, and I think they finally removed him with like five minutes left, but they don't take him out early in these blowout games. When would you take Brady out? I'd take him out at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Me too. I don't want to risk it, but, you know, that's the way they play. And it's burned them in the past sometimes, but not much. Green Bay and Kansas City, 40, is it 48? I see 48, yeah. Yeah, 48. That seems a little high with Matt Moore there. Uh, I don't know. I think there still could be some points. Uh, it, Mahomes is practicing a little bit, but he's not going to play. I'd be stunned. Could you imagine they play him and he gets hurt? Andy oh. Reid would, would have to get uh, out of Kansas City immediately <laughs> and never return. Right. He's got to miss a couple of games. Even if he feels good, he needs to miss a couple of games. There's no like, at way least one he game. plays this. I'd be stunned if he plays this week. Stunned. They cannot risk that, man. He already had the ankle issue to begin with, too. All right. Give him some time. It's not like that was healed. But their bye week is not to like week 12. You're not going to sit this guy three weeks. Well, it depends how he feels. I mean, look, I no, they're gonna be, they're not gonna miss the playoffs. And that if division, he's not there for the next four weeks, get out. Okay, who's beating them in the division? Of course, you the Raiders, think, Ronas. Yeah, okay. That division's terrible. They they're gonna win that division regardless. That division really, no, honestly, is terrible. The Broncos can't win. The Chargers are the worst. I think the Chargers, Adam Gase and Anthony Lynn, are like rivals for crappy coach of the year. Uh, it's Gase is worse. I think L- Lynn obviously hasn't been great, but that team just, I mean, that offensive line's a problem. You know, everyone's critical of Melvin Gordon, and rightfully so, but Austin Eckler hasn't done anything behind that line either. Eckler gets it done in the passing game. So that, No, no, offense, Austin Eckler was running. That's not true. Before, the, before they took him out, he was running well. Not between the tackles. How many Go, yards look did, at, he, did he have? Look at, look at last week. He had like no, no, five I, carries for seven yards. How many weeks did, was he the starting running back? Was it three or four? Okay, so the first three weeks. But they've had more injuries on the offensive 58, line. He had 58, 66. I don't know. He's, he was getting like 60 He's, yards oh, rushing. You know how many yards per carry he's averaging this year? Oh, wait. Don't tell me. 2.6. No, 3.6. Okay. That's not good, though. It's, Melvin you know, Gordon's like 1.2. Right, but the point is that whoever is running behind this offensive line is not doing much. Mm-hmm. So, yes, is Gordon bad? Has he looked bad? Yes. But since Gordon came back... Eckler's got 13 carries for 28 yards. So it's not like he – it's one thing if he was ripping off huge runs behind this offensive line. He's not either. The offensive line is the problem. The difference is Eckler is more skillful right now, especially in the passing game. But well, no one's I, running. I mean, Eckler had 18 carries for 60 yards against Miami. Okay? So it's not like Gordon is the only problem. The offensive line hasn't helped at all. Who got hurt on their offensive line? Well, they haven't had Okung. Um, Lamp is out now. He got hurt last week. Pouncey's out. Yeah, so they just have... It's the same story with them every year, though. Yeah. It's always injuries, man. It's just every single year. And Rivers is not. Rivers is definitely slowing down. He just doesn't have the same velocity. I haven't seen every pass he's thrown, but a lot of the passes that I've seen, they have no zip on it. It's, they feel like Drew Brees passes, right? Yeah. Drew Brees I mean, is Brees, Brees, arm too. Well, Breeze is more downfield. I think Breeze is fine in the intermediate and short game, but downfield it's in, is where it's bad. and they don't even need him to. 
No, but that's why Tom Brady only throws the ball about 15 yards. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, look at that He's first drive it. against the Jets last. What was it? Seventeen plays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, third and four, convert. Third and eight, convert. Third and two, convert. And it was look, just I, like, I don't. Th- I know this sounds crazy. I don't think a Randy Moss could play with Brady now. Brady, uh, Brady wouldn't reach him. Yeah, he doesn't have the arm strength anymore. No. All right, Dolphins Steelers forty four. That seems a little low, but who's going to start for the Steelers? Mason Rudolph. Yeah, it looks like he's good to go. He's. Coming off the concussion, uh, I guess today is their first official practice report, but all signs have pointed to him playing. How do you take out Devlin Hodges, Ronas? Guy's a winner. You tell him to go to the bench. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I think Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges were a whole lot better than Luke Falk and Trevor Simeon. How about that? They actually played well. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. And he's got a great matchup this week against Miami. Do you like Juju this week? Yes. Do you like Deontay Johnson this week? Yes. Do you like Vance McDonald this week? Mm, better than usual. I mean, yeah, you can. I think you can use him. I don't know if I like Vance McDonald, but I do like Juju this week. If, if you can't get Juju right this week, you, you have issues. Yeah, if Juju does not have a good game for you this week, then um, it's going to be a long rest of the season. It is going to be a long rest of the season. All right, so... A.J. Green out for the London trip, and then they're on bye next week. So do we see A.J. Green in two weeks? You have to hope that it's on another team. Uh, you got to hope that he gets traded because I don't know how much motivation he has to come back and play for this team if they're winless and he has no contract. So uh, you really have to hope that he gets traded. Uh, the deadline, I believe, is Tuesday. So Tuesday. Who do you think takes him? I think there's a lot of teams that could take him. Uh, that certainly would want him. Uh, I could see Seattle being a team. I could see, let's see. I mean, obviously, salary cap comes into play. Colts? Yes. they. I think he'd be a good fit there. He would be a good fit there, right? Mm-hmm. But would you want to give up a lot of your salary cap from one guy? Well, I mean, it's only for two months. Hmm. So, yeah, I could see. Uh, uh, I could see Baltimore. They could use that, that, that guy. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to trade him in the division. Who cares? You're 0-7. Why does it matter? And, he, and he's, the, he's a free agent at the end of the year. I wouldn't care. Like, that's so stupid. It doesn't matter. It's not like you're setting a guy who's cheap for the next four years and he's signed. Can they, fran- can they franchise him? I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah. I wouldn't care, man. You're 0-7. Get something for him, man. Like, I, I, I disagree with that. Like, I would just, if they send the best offer, uh, let's see, Indy, I could see. I don't know if Oakland would do it. They could use him, but I don't know if they would do it. Uh, Philly? They could use him big time. They need, yeah. a, they need a corner more, though. I think they should be in on Chris Harris. But Do you think uh, the Broncos will give up Chris Harris? It's possible. I mean, that team is headed in the other direction. So. They need him so desperately. I don't know how that, that's it. You can't see. I think certain guys like that are irreplaceable. I think the Jaguars will not ever be able to replace Jalen Ramsey for years. The Saints should do it. Oh, AJ Green to the Saints. Yeah, I mean, they're, oh, one, they're, Steve Renner just got got excited there. Running I mean, that. You, they're they're all in. So uh, go get them. Maybe Carolina. The Saints do they have draft picks after the Davenport thing? Uh, not sure. Yeah, they may not may not have enough to move. If you're the Bengals, you, is a third rounder enough for AJ Green? You think you can get more than that? I don't think you can get more than that. I don't that. think you can. He's older. He's coming off an injury. 
uh, free agent. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But you, you take what you can get. If you know the guy's not coming back, if he's going to walk, and you're not going to bring him back, then and why would he want to go back there? Do you think Devontae Adams plays this week? I think no. I think no, and it's a Sunday night game too, which absolutely sucks, man. So you're waiting till the last millisecond. I don't think you can unless you have someone on the Green Bay roster. And even then, you know, I know most of them came through last week, but they're not going to do that every week. I think Green Bay is going to ram the ball down their throats with the running game. They should. I mean, Kansas City has shown no ability to stop the run. I know they played like the 85 Bears last week, but I think that was more Denver's ineptitude. And I think they also were a little tired of just seeing them being criticized. And I think they finally just stepped up and played well in a short week. D.D. Westbrook, again, dealing with his shoulders, not practicing. I say he pre- he plays, though. Yeah, I mean, he did last week, and he went out and played very well. So, uh, makes sense. Is O.J. Howard cuttable? I'm thinking that I may need to cut O.J. Howard. The, the one issue with that is it depends who you add him for. But I understand. It's frustrating because you, you don't feel good about starting him right now, and he's dealing with a hammy. So, I mean, I cut him last week in a 14-team league, but that's because he was on bye. And basically, I'm fighting for my playoff life every week. So I, I don't, I, you know, I, in, in that league, I don't have the ability to sit there and wait because I need points every single week. What if I just cut it for Cameron Braid? How about that? And what if Howard plays? Then you're not going to want to play either guy. All I'm saying is that let's, um, well, okay, week, week 10 is, all right, week 9 is Seattle. Week 10 is Arizona. If he does not play well in those two weeks, I'm cutting him because those two teams are bad against the tight end. That's bad. fair. I mean, you know, the, the, the tricky part with O.J. Howard is, is the talent is there. Now, you could say, well, we've waited all this time and we haven't seen it. The other thing is, too, in a lot of instances, all right, who are you cutting him for? Is there a clear-cut better player? So that's the big issue with O.J. Howard. And I see both sides to it because you could say, look, he's done nothing, and we haven't seen any signs of it. I understand that. At the same time, you know there's a possibility that somehow after this bye week, then maybe he does something going forward because he's just too talented to be this bad. Or maybe he's just so discouraged of everything that's going on that he's kind of just checked out. He could check out. I yeah. mean, look, he, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be pissed if I was him. Yeah, I mean, I know me he, too. I know he's had some mistakes and, you know, he had Just be patient. Just be patient. Just be patient. Right. I don't want to be you patient. Know, Give me the freaking football. You know, when you look at all the per play basis of what he's done in his career, I mean, he's been up there. Like, he had gronk numbers. It's not not over a whole season because he never got that volume, but as far as yards per target, yards per play, he's right up there as an elite tight end. And we have seen no glimpse of it at all this year. So I, if I'm him, I, I understand being pissed off. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking right here at his schedule. Seattle and Arizona weeks 9 and 10, those teams are extra generous. Then he's got the Saints, Atlanta, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, the Lions. I, I don't need him then. He's got two weeks to impress me, Adam, and I'm cutting him. Yeah, no, I mean, I can't blame anyone for cutting him. I really can't. It could come back to bite you, but I understand the frustration people have right now because it's been terrible. He's been useless most weeks. No, it's true. Very frustrating. All right, we will take our final time out, and we'll come back. We'll full-time fantasy. We'll talk more fantasy football, of course. We'll back after this.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back with full-time fantasy. Dr. Odo and Adam Ronis. Ronis, let's talk about tonight's game I will play Kirk Cousins. I will play Dalvin Cook. I will play Stephon Diggs. And I will play nobody else. Um, in season long? Yeah. I think if you're desperate, you can use the tight ends. Uh, with no Thiel in there, I think Rudolph or Irv Smith could get a red zone target. Again, I don't think they're top 15 plays. But if you're desperate, I think if you are hurting at receiver, you can go with uh, B.C. Johnson. 
Uh, but yeah, I don't want to get too heavily involved in this tonight. The one player on the Redskins that I would play is Terry McLaurin. Would you really play him? Yeah. If you, you don't, you're uh, not worried about Rhodes. Rhodes has been terrible this year. Go look at the numbers. Mm, right. And he's going to get the targets. I mean, I have him in two leagues though, and I mean, my decision is McLaurin or DJ Moore, and DJ Moore doesn't have the uh, the best matchup either. So, so who are you going to play? That's an interesting one. Who are you I'm, play? Le- I'm leaning towards Moore right now. I would play Moore. I would play more. I mean, I think McLaurin could get a garbage time touchdown. He could, and he's going to get the targets. But he's the only guy on the Redskins I feel good about. I'm not playing Adrian Peterson. How about Wendell Smallwood? If you're you're desperate. I mean, he he can get you five catches, right? Right, five for 15. Yeah. Yeah, he could. I mean, if you're really desperate, you know. I think B.C. Johnson and I think Smallwood, if you're really, really desperate, they could perform a little bit. Yeah, you know, the concern with Cousins, obviously, is the volume. But I don't know. I have a, I know he said he didn't feel a certain way towards the Redskins, but I don't buy it. I, I could see them letting him, you know, throw the ball downfield a little bit, and maybe he gets two to three touchdowns. Much love to the Redskins. Much love. And I'm going to throw about five touchdowns on that tonight. Yeah, right? I don't know. I think players just – well, some guys are bitter. I don't know whether Cousins should be bitter. Well, I mean, he got paid, but they kept, you know, franchising him every year. So, but when he looks back, he's probably like, well, let's see. Do I want to be with the Redskins now or the Vikings? See, yeah, I think I made the right choice. <laughs> exactly. And, and I get paid. Yeah, I think this works. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I wouldn't be that bitter either. Maybe I'd only throw three touchdowns. Yeah, but we, don't know, but we don't know what went on behind the scenes there and how he was treated. They could have treated him like trash, disrespected him, and that's something that someone's going to hold. Oh, that's true. That's true. Like Adam, anybody who's ever played for Adam Gase. Exactly. Like you probably hate that guy, and you want to beat the crap out of him when you face him again. <laughs> exactly. Right. When the Dolphins play the Jets, they're going to be inspired, Ronas. All right, guys. This is Dr. O saying be well. Take care. Good luck tonight if you need to. Keep it right here for another hour with Adam right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.